are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I'm convinced that that tree of life would have given him a wholesome tongue. He would have gained the knowledge of how to control it, had the ability to control it, and to produce all the good things. But he chose the tree that God said don't eat of. Adam deliberately disobeyed God. Everything went smooth for just two chapters there, but in the third chapter of that thing, it got messed up because Adam chose that way. Now, he has left God on the outside. God is on the outside looking into this situation because he sold him out. He sold this earth lease out to Satan, and Satan has become the God of the world system. Then God begins immediately to devise methods and plan to bring redemption to man. Immediately he does that. So he begins to make a covenant. He made a covenant with Adam. He made covenants with Noah. I want us to look at some of these things that he says. Go to the sixth chapter of Genesis in verse 17. God said, Behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of water upon the earth to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come in the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives with thee. And of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort, shall thou bring into the ark. To keep them alive with thee, they shall be male and female. Now you notice that God had made a covenant with Adam. He made a covenant with Noah. What is God's intentions of these covenants? Well, Adam has sold the earthlies out to Satan. Satan has become the god of the world system. Sin is rampant. It is running unrestrained in the earth. And God set out to destroy the earth, but because he hath given man the earth lease he still is going to deal with man if he can find a man that will honor his word so he comes to noah noah found favor in the eyes of god it says so he makes a covenant with noah and he has him to build an ark and he uses that covenant to preserve mankind then go with me to the ninth chapter verse nine god speaks again to noah and he said, I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you and with every living creature that is with you. So this covenant not only covered Noah, it covered all of the living creatures. He made a covenant with the animals of the earth and of the fowls and of the cattle and every beast of the earth with you from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of the flood, neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. So you know the story here that God put a rainbow there in the sky, and his purpose was to be a sign to man that he would remember his covenant that he had made with Noah and all of the earth. Now I said in the session yesterday, and we talked about this at quite length that 
Adam was created on a higher order than angels because Adam had the right of choice as well as the ability of choice. Angels had the ability of choice, but they didn't have the right to choice. That's the reason there is no salvation for angels. Adam could do what he would with the earth, and he did. Now, someone has posed the question at one time to me, well, why doesn't God save the angels? Because they didn't have the right to do what they did. Adam had the right of choice. And when Adam stood there in the beginning, God gave him dominion, and he told him to subdue the earth. It was up to him. He made a choice. It was a wrong choice. But even though it was a wrong choice, Adam had the right to make it. God had given him that right. God had not given that right to angels. Now, all of the generations that have passed and all of the evil that has come in the earth until God has destroyed all men off the earth with the exception of Noah and his family, and there's wickedness in the earth, and there was wickedness after Noah came out of the ark, the first thing he did was he planted a vineyard. The next thing it says that he did, that he got drunk. <laughs> so, you know, this righteousness didn't last too long. So God had a problem on his hands. But now let me show you something. If you go over to the 11th chapter, I think one of the most profound statements in the Bible that God has made other than the one where he said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. I think sometimes when we read that, though, we don't get the full impact of it. It takes these verses to give you the full impact of what God's saying when he said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. That means an exact duplication of kind that men were capable of operating in the same level of faith that God operated. I didn't say we were. I said we we're capable of it. And men were capable of doing that. I think we've been downgraded by our thinking until we have lost the vision of what God intended man to be. But here in the 11th chapter of Genesis, God makes some statements and says some things that will open your understanding to the authority and the ability that man has. Genesis 11:1, 1, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. Now there's something significant in that, and I want to point it out to you. One language. The whole earth was one language. I have a footnote in my Bible that says one lip. One lip. <laughs> and few words. In other words, they knew the power of words. They spoke the same thing. These people were devil worshipers he's talking about here now. When you read on down that built the Tower of Babel, these were not righteous people of God. They were devil worshipers, degenerated after generation and generation until they have come to the lowest state that they're worshiping the devil. But they had one lip and one speech. They spoke one purpose and they spoke few words. Now that's important. Because notice what happened. It came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime they had for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city, and a tower whose top shall reach to heaven, and let us make us a name. See, thereafter a name. Lest 
we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower with the children of men built it. Now here's the statement that God makes from them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the people is one. In other words, they're one in purpose. They're one in lip. Their lips speak the same thing, and they speak few words. You remember Jesus said, Let your words be yea and nay. Anything that proceeds more than that is of evil. These people knew something about that, even though they're devil worshipers. They had one purpose, one lip, and they spoke few words. There is sin in the multitude of words, and there's weakening of your stand in the multitude of words. In fact, Jesus teaches you that even in prayer, you weaken your prayer with a multitude of words. They think they shall be heard for their much saying, he said, but you're not. You're not heard for your much saying. And the Lord came down and he says, they're one language and this they began to do. Now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Nothing will restrain them. Now here's God speaking of devil worshipers. These are not righteous people. These are not born-again people. These are not people that are walking in the way of the Word of God. These are not people that are keeping the law. And God says of them, nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. If they can imagine it, if they can produce an image of it on the inside of them, you can't stop them from doing it. Did you get that? Now see, to understand what it says in Genesis, let us make man in our image and our likeness. You can never get the full impact of it until you understand what he said here. They were created in the image of God, and yet because of perversion, because of degeneration, because they're spiritually dead men and they worship devils, still yet the ability within man was that anything that he can imagine, he can perform. Now some of you need to get a hold of that. And Satan knows about that. That's why he works so hard to stop the image of God's Word from being formed within you. Because if you ever get the image of what God says about you inside you, you are going to be what God says you are. And you will do what God says you can do <laughs> if you get that image inside you. But that image comes by hearing and speaking and saying what God said. These people were perverted in their thinking. They were out to make a name for themselves. Now we know they couldn't have built a tower to heaven. They'd have got up here about 18,000 feet and they'd have been falling off there like flies. They'd run out of oxygen. We know that. God knew that. But God said, let us go down there and confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad. Can you imagine what happened here? Guy says, hand me a brick. And to the other guy, it sounded like, keep it a go, go, go. He said, what's the matter with you? And, and to him, it sounded like, go, 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 go. And brother, I mean, confusion was a rule of the day. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7232. I'm excited about it. It's called the Identification Series. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. The identification series, we're talking about the fact, who was Jesus? He was the Son of God. He was the Word made flesh. 
Mary conceived the word that God sent by an angel. She conceived it in her heart. It was manifest in her physical body by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus was born. He was born on this planet with a flesh, blood, and bone body that gave him authority on this planet. Read Genesis chapter 1 where he said, God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the cattle over all the earth, over every creeping thing. Psalms 8 says, Over all the work of his hands. So God gave mankind dominion over this planet. But if you don't understand that you have authority to have dominion over the world, the flesh and the devil, you're not going to have dominion. And Jesus was born on this earth with a physical body so he would have authority here to destroy the works of the devil. John says that he was manifest that he might destroy the works that the devil had done. Well, he turned the thing around and made salvation available where we could be sons of God. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, John said, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Did you notice that Jesus never did a single miracle until he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and healing power? I'm telling you, it's important. He stood up in the synagogue and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me. Well, Jesus was a man anointed with the Holy Ghost and healing power. That's offer number 7232. It's called the Identification Series. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. We have a toll-free auto line. It's 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.